for y'all. Yo, the big 5-0, man. We made it. That's why I'm letting the applause like ring out a little bit longer this time because mm-hmm. it's 50 episodes. Um, and again, consistency still remaining, my guys, because we just dropped yesterday. Dropping, dropping again on Tuesday, yeah, which is gotta... today when you guys are listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Word. But uh, if you haven't listened to our previous one, episode 49... We talk a little DCEU, we talk a little MCU, we talk a little Star Wars, we talk a little little bit about everything, you know? That's yeah. just the kind of people we are. Yeah, and, you know, thank you everyone, there's 50 episodes, like, for fucking with us and all that, so... Uh, yeah, because if y'all wasn't, we wouldn't be at number 50. Exactly. If we saw y'all wasn't with us, we would just be like, yo, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we wasting our time with this? <laughs> I mean, but with that being said, if we have 50, you should already know that it is the Brown Steve Jobs, of Steve Austin, a.k.a. your host, Norman Rad, a.k.a. Ozymandias, here joined just today only. Just hopefully it could change for next week's episode, but uh, just joined Word. over HD audio airwaves by the Costoza from the Lost Borough, a.k.a. Clown Prince. And unfortunately, uh, Zoom... Is all the way in Jackson, New, Ver- New Jersey. <laughs> he can't too, join too us. Far, too far. Yeah, he's too far out. He's too far out. He's too far out this week. Uh, but shout out to Zoom. Um, shout out to Magneto. And guys, we're going to get into, you know, some current news. And then we're going to talk about the Outsider, like spoiler free. But that will be extremely brief. And then yeah. we're going to get right to the shits. But... So, so right. If, if you haven't seen The Outsiders... I'm sorry, The Outsider, no less. Uh, I always get that shit confused. That's some New York um, shit to me, <laughs> like, like adding S to everything. <laughs> it's like, cause, yo, because that's a completely different thing, The Outsider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a like, from way. The Outsider. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't seen The Outsider, you can stick around for the first half of this podcast. We will be doing news that just dropped briefly because not much has dropped since <laughs> a couple of days ago when we yeah. did another podcast. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to do like Ariel Steve spoiler free review. Once you hear Stephen A. Smith, I recommend you log <laughs> off because the second Stephen A. stops talking, I am telling you who got clapped. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to stick around for that if you don't want to get this. You read the book, that's fine, but haven't watched the show yet, that's fine, <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's still like it's still at your your expense. I mean, at right? Your, at your you know discretion. discretion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listener's discretion is advised. <laughs> um, but not yet. So briefly, with any news that's dropped, um, today Marvel Studios decided let's celebrate uh, Women's International Day a day later, and they dropped the <laughs> final Black Widow trailer. Was not expecting that shit. Woke up, phone buzzed, boom, Black Widow trailer. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I completely forgot about this yeah, shit. It's actually pretty early for them to be dropping that. Like what a, the final trailer? No, actually, they're pretty nah. late. They're, I think they're pretty late marketing wise. I don't know. That's just on me because we 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 just the most recent trailer we had before this was the Super Bowl, right? Was that like the first first trailer? Or we had something. Nah, before nah, that? nah. We had some before that. Um, yeah, we had some before that. We had a couple TV spots. The Super Bowl shit was pretty much a TV spot because mm-hmm. it was only like I think less than a minute long. Um, 
And then, yeah, this was like the last definitive trailer. We'll probably get a few more TV spots, though, um, along the way, like especially the month of April, because it it drops May 1st. So we'll definitely get, you know, two weeks. We'll probably get another like big teaser when they drop the tickets. Mm -hmm. So, um, oh, yeah, that's the thing I got to keep. Keep that in mind. Yeah, you gotta keep refreshing your refresh your Adam, refresh your yeah, fandango. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I gotta keep that in um, mind. But no, it's projected for a great opening weekend. Um, of course, I don't think anyone doubted that. A Marvel Studios, B Scarlett Johansson, C Black Widow. <laughs> so <laughs> but I haven't um to you know to following your footsteps, I haven't watched the trailer. I posted it, I didn't watch it though. Um reasons i typically don't watch final trailers anyway i think this is a trend that i myself have just found myself under yeah is that i've already seen what i needed like to hype me up i don't need it i don't need any more and usually the very last trailer is the one where they put the most shit because they want to get people to the theater so at least that's how i feel it's really Um, unfortunate too that they that they do that like for like i mean we can name I know this isn't the trailer podcast, but we could na- at least I can name two trailers where they showed a yeah. little bit too much, uh, right. too early before the film came out. B- BVS and Civil War. Yep, BVS and Civil War <laughs> just like gave like the big crazy shit away. It's like, ah, yeah. you should have kept that for the movie, so we would have got hyped, dude. <laughs> but not yet. Either way, but you know, tr- if Twitter's not going on a frenzy or Instagram's not going on a frenzy, so I don't think they dropped anything. Cr- crazy um i do feel like this trailer i mean this movie in itself is just gonna be more self-contained anyway because it is taking place it's an origin oh it's not really an origin ah we i don't know you see i don't i don't know the trailers really haven't even with the synopsis yeah we don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's just kind of like in a way that's a good thing i'm going in there and I have no idea what I'm about to get into. And I kind of like that. I just know it's taking place after Civil War and before Infinity War. Yeah, and I don't even want to get and, into and it. And I'm here for that. I don't even want to get into the fucking like theories around it. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> we could do a whole separate we yeah. could do a whole separate thing on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which matter of fact, write that to the list. We will. Yeah, yeah, we will. We'll <laughs> that's exactly down. what we'll do. <laughs> but uh no, yeah, that's what um that's what dropped today. We posted it. If you guys haven't seen it yet, check it out on our page at Comic Gods with a Z. All right. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it for Black Widow. I know I'll be there May first, sitting my butt down with a <laughs> with a a whole thing of popcorn, enjoying the shit out of it. Um, but another speaking of more trailers, uh, we're probably gonna get a teaser trailer for Eternal soon too. That should be coming out within the next month. I think while Black Widow comes out, actually, we'll probably get really? that trailer. Yeah, maybe. Wow. Either that and also Venom 2 trailer. So be on the lookout for those two things. Oh, boy. Yeah. So Black Widow movie, Eternals trailer, teaser trailer, Venom 2 teaser trailer, and possible trailer. Do you think we'll be getting... I'm assuming... At least for Black Widow, we might get like another Morbius trailer or something. I'm expecting like more footage from that. Hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. They they didn't drop they dropped the trailer not too long ago, the first one. Yeah. But I guess every team's marketing is different. I'm so. also expecting 
way with that. I mean, I know that's not uh, Marvel related, but I'm expecting like some more Wonder Woman too. I'm assuming. Mm, very true. Yeah, because that shit's in June yeah, or July. Yeah. So yeah, def definitely. Um, by the way, today was a beautiful day here in New York. It was amazing. reached almost almost seventy degrees. I love that summertime on the way. Global warming uh, yeah. is like winter. Who? <laughs> yeah, that's not a joke about. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> last la last thing I want to touch on with with the MCU, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder will include the Guardians of the Galaxies. And this is going <laughs> of the galaxy. Sorry, not galaxies. <laughs> Is is this confirmed by who exactly? It is just confirmed. <laughs> no, oh. uh, by Vin Diesel himself. Oh, okay, all right. Lit. He is doing. He's promoting his movie, uh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yo, yo, that shit is based off comics, and I want to give it my support, but I'm just like. Uh, I just don't, and also, just wait. also, I don't know who was studios behind it, but clearly mm -hmm. they don't trust it enough to make it rated R because it's this is a really bloody comic. If right, you can only tell by its name. But my, <laughs> right, but my shorty, uh, Isa Gonzalez is in it, so I might have to go watch it. Yeah, Isa, shout out to shout out to Isa, shout out to Mexico, bro. Facts, you know, Latinas out here, bro. Facts. Uh, speaking of which. Ben Affleck and Ana Desarmas. I don't know why I just said it like such a fucking call, such a Caucasian person. Oh my god. Anas Desarmas. Ana de Almas. Yes. Shh, they are dating. Fam. So Poison I'm, Ivy yo, and a retired is, Batman. Yo. Well, number one draft pick for Poison Ivy. We, we don't Facts. know that yet. I confirmed but, yet. Yeah. Oh. There's speculation. There's speculation. Well, you heard it here DC, first. That the DCEU is going to draft her for yeah. Poison Ivy. You guys... First round pick <laughs> out of LSU. Yo, I cannot wait for Comic-Con, bro. So we could get Facts. this We could get this draft class, this new draft class in. But, um, yeah. but dude, come on, man. Like I, Just because like he just so happens to be in Cuba and she just so happens to be from there. And they just so happen to be in the same picture at the same time. <laughs> nah, they're dating. They're dating. What you mean? It's confirmed. That's Bro, cool. have you heard Ben Affleck speak Spanish? He's actually a he actually speaks very well. I really? think he lived in Mexico. Yeah, he lived in Mexico for a couple years. Yeah, shout, oh, shout out to my shout out to my Batman, mm. bro. Speaking of which, um, so yeah, guys, we I think we covered all MCU stuff. Just in case y'all were wondering, yeah, because we, I'm here we like completely people, blown yeah, people away. Like, Wait, is there any? Is there any more shit? Like, oh yeah, and if you want to go see Bloodshot, I guess uh, I'll let you know when that's coming out in theaters, uh, March 13th. So this weekend. Oh yep. yeah, this week. <laughs> yeah, so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We're creators. I don't want to shit on someone else's creation because I would feel like shit if someone was shit on my creation. Yeah, but you, come on, guys. We also would not be telling the truth that we weren't honest about how we felt. <laughs> how we feel? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. But I, you know. if y'all are interested, Vin Diesel's in it. Um, I'm sure he'll play the same role he plays in every movie. Oh, my so. God. See? <laughs> <laughs>
I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Oh, but yeah, man. so wait, wait. Before before I go to Ben Affleck, yes. Yeah, so Vin Diesel did confirm Guardians will appear in Thor: Love and Thunder before they appear in their uh, Volume Three movie. Uh, so looks like they're gonna tie in that whole. I- I'm pretty sure it's just gonna be where we left off in Endgame. Them dropping Thor off wherever he needs to be. So I'm sure they won't be there for much of the movie. Strange. That's that's what I think. But we'll see. You never know. And this is one thing where I, where I'm glad Taika is going to be touching, which is Guardians. I feel like his writing with their characters is going to be phenomenal. Also, so it's it's, it's going to be a really interesting collaboration because this is almost like all right. See, this is the thing. This this is why it gets bad when 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 Zoom and or Mark isn't here, because mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say some wild shit. I'm saying some wild shit right here. I'm gonna right, drop right now. Like the white TD, Oscar winner by the way. Let <laughs> y'all know. <laughs> they know, bro. They know. Just let y'all know. And like him and James Gunn is like Drake and Future on a track together. To me, <laughs> to me, dude. Are you yeah. kidding me? In terms of comedy, I guess. No, I'm saying like in terms of dealing with funky characters, like that. That's what I mean. I'm not. I don't okay. mean it in any kind of way. Like like if Christopher Nolan, like Christopher Nolan and and Zach working on a project or something like that. Obviously, that's a completely different. Working on a weekend, like <laughs> usual. That, that's my shit. <laughs> Zach and Chris Nolan on the same track. It's over. <laughs> We're gonna start it's referring sober. to movies as tracks now. <laughs> Yo, Yo, but like, yeah, like I could just imagine. I hear you though. Yeah, like imagine, like that would be so fire. Like, like especially before they start filming, like James Gunn his Taika up. Like, all right, like let's. I mean, it's also safe to assume that this has also been in development. Like, at least how they're gonna open Thor four because clearly that's coming out before Guardians, correct? Yeah, and so, he's with the Guardians at this moment. Exactly. So like, it w- I would love to see what that send off is or or what the um. Or what the expected return on like on that is, and in terms right. of I'm, what I'm, I mean is like, all right, so we dropping you off, we picking you up later, or like you know what I mean, like that, like yeah, I definitely think they are gonna scoop him up later, like in the beginning of the movie they're gonna drop him off, and then they'll come pick him up at like the end credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yo, we back, and like he's like all fucked up. It's like yo, I yeah. need a job. <laughs> no, that's but, it. But um, speaking of, of Guardians three, um. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Bautista was um, speaking. I don't know what interview it was, but shout out to Charlie. Haven't shouted you out in a while, my guy. <laughs> uh, um, he was speaking on. I'm talking about Dave here. Uh, he was speaking on like Guardians three and what right. where the stories could possibly go from here. And obviously, mm-hmm. this isn't spoilers because none of this stuff is concrete. Um, he right. was saying that James Gunn <clears throat> is basically like Marvel's. Uh, new russo bro in terms <laughs> well, of they, there you go we got we got him and taika they're exactly. the new russo brothers <laughs> yeah in a sense yeah because they're kind of the driving creative force behind like all the cosmic stuff that's going to be going on yeah at least in terms of the and, they, the, and they've both been around already <laughs> exactly like they're, like they're they, both well known exactly so um it's gonna be, uh according to uh david bautista he said el dijo that is, it, is this verbatim this or is paraphrasing. Paraphrasing because I don't, I don't know because even Charlie paraphrased. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
apparently James Gunn, when he was pitching Guardians, he wasn't just pitching Guardians. Uh, in terms of Guardians three, he like uh-huh, when, right. when, Mar- when like Marvel was making him like yo like you're gonna be handling all those space stuff. They mm-hmm. told him uh, he told them um, he told Marvel like I also have ideas for like spinoff stuff like the Rocket and Groot thing was like a thing that was a rumor already, but he did pitch like something for Rocket and Groot. He pitched something uh, for he pitched something for Jackson and Mantis, but he uh, said but he said but Dave was like. He was mad cool about it. He didn't seem salty about it. He was just like, he was like, we're, you know, we're characters that already cemented. Like, these are, these are ideas, again, that were just shot out there. And, you know, obviously Marvel already has their stuff planned out for the next five, ten years. So there was nowhere right. to fit all that stuff in. And then, um, yeah. And then Charlie, like, after that, it went on to say, like, it's, it's really cool that Disney Plus is a thing because, Marvel is yeah. basically like the projects we're seeing on Disney Plus is basically things that either wouldn't work well in one movie or mm-hmm. isn't, isn't necessary or no or isn't exactly or isn't necessary for a two hour film. Right. It, it's, it just would work better with more time with the character because. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I completely agree. Like yeah. there's well, at least for me, the only one I can really see being big on screen would be Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like I would, I would, I would go to the movie theater for that. Like something like a, a Loki. I'm, I'm not going. Uh, I'm going to the movie to watch it, obviously, because this yeah. is just what we do. But if I was the, the general audience, nah, I'm, I don't give a fuck about Loki. Like not, not enough for me to go and and you know watch a movie on him. Yeah. But but I, I get I get what you, I get what you're getting at. Like exactly. they they have an opportunity because of Disney Plus to be like, oh, we want to do a, a Drax and Manta spinoff. Yeah, just throw that bitch on on Disney Plus. People are subscribed anyway, so they're gonna watch it. Because exactly. why not? Exactly. But yeah. the, you know the thing is that we're also getting things that, and I like I disagree with Charlie in terms of because he thinks that, or like again in his opinion, mm-hmm. wow, this is crazy that I'm disagreeing with him. <laughs> <gasps> But he did say he he said that that he thinks that like a Hawkeye film or WandaVision film wouldn't work in theaters. Like he thinks that like they wouldn't perform well on the business side and stuff. And I'm like, eh. I I agree with him. I'm like I agree and I agree with him because, bro, if if Venom could could break could could make more than Justice League, <sighs> why? You, I mean, <clears throat> to be fair, it was a fan made film. Yeah, oh, right. See, you're right. I take that back. I take that back. You're right. It was a fan made. It was. I think it's the highest grossing fan made film of all time. To be honest, but right. But uh, no, I, I, I get what you mean, though. You know, I like, get what you mean. It's and just, I get what Charlie means too. Yeah, but you know, it's it's just really cool to see that mm-hmm. that Disney is actually allowing some of these things to happen because right. I think it's I think it's way safer to again like. I, I, I I could get killed for this. I don't care though. Well, I th- I do think it's way safer to do to to do Miss Marvel as a TV show first, and then gradually bring like build her character. Wow, up. you're fucking sexist. <laughs> same thing for She Hulk. Same thing. Wow. For, <clears throat> same thing for whoever's sexist. Same thing for whoever's the next Hawkeye. Same thing for uh, any any female lead. <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what you're getting at. No, but I also <laughs> mean it. I also mean it for Sam and 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 Bucky because, yeah, we've seen we're, we've built this kind of rapport, like where we're like we know what they're about, but right. we we want to like 
we want to get to like this is this is like the new wave of getting to this is like the new phase one in a sense but mm-hmm. for like the the side characters that are now stepping to the front that they're not going to be starters because right. the OG six starting six like they're gonna you know be bench veteran players on veteran minimums from now on or unfortunately <laughs> have passed away <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know why I'm laughing about that, but it's just the way we talk. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Like, as if they're real, like they're on a team. They're about to play tomorrow night. But, nah, yeah, that that's dope, man. Um, MCU with, with their shit coming out. Um, oh, Vin Diesel also said, in terms of the Guardians, uh, that it will feature Alpha Groot. Um, so, I think we're going to see him grown more than we have before, like even yeah. in like the first one. Yeah. Uh, which is gonna be nice, you know. It's good to get different variations of group. That's was that's see that's the thing that's even more appealing is that this is not clearly not the same group from Guardians One. No, yeah, it's not. It's because like Groot again, he can regenerate, yes, but every time he's broken down like that, he's like starting new again, like he's a completely new person and all that. Right. Like the group from Guardians One was literally just Rocket's best friend. Like they were just like they he. They just they've been around other. for yeah exactly this time around it's literally like rocket's son in a right. sense yeah and like it's just <laughs> this was be... about to be rocket's dad yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> bossing him around like yo yo it's it's gonna be really dope I, i'm 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 looking forward to anything like weird coming out i'm saying from any avenue of, mm. of comic book stuff like right anything weird i'm in there and especially <laughs> since it's james gunn like He's gonna smoke that. Gonna yeah, good. imagine like he gets like he already does have creative control at at Marvel, but even more now that you're saying maybe he has his hands in more things than we may think. <laughs> yeah, he could, and also yeah. and also imagine he has more hands on DC than just Suicide Squad, and he's just like pulling both strings. He'll be the fucking dude, bro. I mean, but yeah, he yeah, will... I got control on on Marvel and. And DC, what's up? That's me. I'm Actually, that guy. You're, I mean, <laughs> you know, now that you mention it like that, yeah, James Gunn, yeah. Is, he's he's running point. He's re- definitely running point for. for and, but the thing, the weird. thing is that I love is that when you when you go on his Instagram and like you check out his stories, if you if you guys don't, you should. Mad informative, especially when it, <laughs> right? Like he goes in detail about the stuff he's working on, like, and he reads the comics, so it's not like. Like I'm sure most directors do, but the fact like he'll talk about it and he'll just spit you like he'll hit you with facts about the actual storylines and the comic books and stuff like that. And so like he really from. paid, <clears throat> yeah, and he really paid attention. He knows how he's gonna translate what he read onto the big screen with these characters, Yo, which is dope to see. That shit gets me so hype when somebody is like into what they're doing, because it just yeah. shows it just shows that much more dedication to it and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, yeah, it's like. Oh, you think like, like it's like somebody like imagine somebody questioning James Gunn's motives behind the film. Like he's like, "Fuck out of here!" Like I, I know this like, shit, yo, my guy. Like, shut your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. But yeah, man. Um, that's MCU for y'all. Um, yeah, the only uh, yeah, yeah. Well, not really DC stuff. More Zack Snyder stuff and Ben Affleck stuff, uh-huh. which I was mentioning before. So yeah, yeah, yeah. before before we got into him and. 
and Anna dating, <laughs> um, <laughs> which you seem pretty upset about, and I'm sure nah, the nah, other I don't fanboys care, are too. I don't care. <laughs> yo, I be seeing that shit on Twitter. She's dumb funny. They're like, yo, she's not going to give the cheeks to you. So why do you care? <laughs> oh, it's just bad dumb. funny. But nah, so he was on an interview with GQ, Ben Affleck. And they were talking about his new movie, right? Like the way back. Yeah. And then they did it. They did a, a whole crash course kind of of his previous uh, roles, and he would break them down one by one. Not not all his roles, obviously, but yeah. one of the most like you know the most important ones that he did. Um, and of course, they got to bring up Batman. So they brought up Batman in terms of him playing it in BVS and in terms of Justice League. And I posted this on our on our Instagram page, but this gave me a lot of closure. Um, especially being a big Batflick fan that I was, where he said, and I'm sure majority of us can agree, that his time as Batman in Batman versus Superman, he said was amazing. Like he loved every minute of it and he loved Zach. Literally, he said that. Not verbatim, but that's that's pretty much what he meant. He was like, My time spent on Batman versus Superman was way better than my time spent on Justice League, obviously, for majority of reasons. But just to hear him say that, because he never really openly spoke out about it yeah. in the way that he did in this interview, uh, was really cool to see. And he was just like, he was for it, that he had all these ideas that we, you know, we've previously mentioned this on other podcasts as well about him, you know, writing, directing, starring in the Batman, and we got that Deathstroke teaser. And so, like, he was really into it until the fan-made Justice League movie. Exactly. So, but it was, it was, you know, in case anyone was wondering, like, yeah, maybe Ben Affleck, you know, just wasn't trying to do it, this and that. Nah, he was 100% with it. He loved it. He, he didn't know much about the character he said before he got the role but he he loved the character loved playing him and it's unfortunate what happened but at least now he and some closure on that and just the last thing on on him and zach so it's march bvs came out what was it four years ago this month um on march 28th of this year BVS comes home. It's a charity screening to benefit AFSP, which is the charity that um, you know, Zack Snyder is is uh, it's the American Foundation uh, for Suicide Prevention, mm-hmm. and obviously his his daughter had uh, committed suicide. So they're having this charity screening where Zach will be in attendance. Uh, it's in Birmingham. Um, so yeah, it, the dress is there. Anyone's around. Uh, it's. 211 South Old Woodward Avenue. If you want to go check it out, if you're in the Birmingham area, um, he will be there to make an announcement before the movie drops. Um, I don't think it'll be the Snyder Cut just because I feel like that's not the occasion to bring it up. Or maybe it is because the whole release of Snyder Cut movement has also been very um, linked up with this suicide prevention um, association. Yeah. So in a way, that's this is so dope to see. No matter if you want to see the cut, no matter if you care for the cut or not, the fact that people who do support him and support this cut so much are donating lots and lots of money for this cause is, is just speaks volumes. And we always talk about how toxic the comic book community can be, but yeah. there is another side to it where they can be very, very generous and very, very uh, wholesome. So it, it's very dope to see, and I'm glad to see that that positivity and that people are sticking with Zack Snyder and and um, you know 
prayers out to him and his family still, obviously over the tragic death of uh, his daughter. Yeah. So yeah, if, again, if y'all are in that area, y'all can go catch a screening of BVS uh, once again on its four year anniversary. But yeah, I'll probably I'll probably watch it that day too. Fuck it, why not? Uh, but yeah, so we're done with news, I believe. Um, oh, we got two smaller things. One is the Boy Season Two official image uh, images gave us our first look at Aya Cash as Stormfront, and apparently Stormfront is the only one, or not the only one, but one of the ones that could compete with Homelander. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so we about to get some fucked up shit. About to get some good scenes. That's lit. Yeah, so I don't know much about her. Don't want to know anymore until the season two comes out. Is there a projected uh, date? Or that's nah, they haven't, they haven't said anything yet. Yo, yeah. uh, look, what is going on, y'all? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if they said such things. Um... <laughs> Nah, it just says 2020. All right, we here. We waiting. Uh, and the last thing, apparently Mandalorian <laughs> Season 2 has already wrapped up <laughs> production. That so. is easy to believe because it's it's a lot. Of, it's a CGI fest, dude. So that's easy. Yeah. Go to Atlanta. <laughs> and, and, like, there's only, like, three lines of dialogue. Exactly. All season <laughs> <Come> on, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's it for news. And now we can talk about our main event of the evening which is The Outsider, a novel written by Stephen King. And, of course, HBO just has to pick it up and has to make a great show out of it, because why not? So we will briefly touch on it spoiler-free. So if you're still with us and you don't want any spoilers, you can still stick with us, because we're just going to briefly touch on it. No spoilers. All right. I'm going to be very brief. <laughs> Go ahead. That show was lit. Y'all should check it out. Is <laughs> Frankly, like again, HBO, I have yet to watch a dud from them. I don't care how you feel about Game of Thrones or anything else. To me, they have not missed. And this is the best show I've seen on TV since Watchmen. To be frankly, Ooh. like the most, like the most, like in terms of, obviously it's not as, ex- it's not as, like, the wow factor is not the same because this is a completely different kind of show. But yeah, 100%. The, the intrigue that I had for Watchmen, like, yo, this is interesting as fuck. I want to keep watching. I want more. Yeah. I got it out of this show. Specifically right. because of the, the content, obviously, the the way it was shot and the fact that it's Stephen King and the fact that, like, again, being cursed with knowledge about other Stephen King stuff, it is just completely mind-boggling yeah and that, that's what i was gonna uh touch on if you're a fan of stephen king you're gonna be a fan of the show for the most part um you if you read or have watched any stephen king so you know um we have uh the shining we have dr sleep yeah. and now this so if you've seen the shining and dr sleep and you liked it you'll pretty much like this as well it's deals with the supernatural yep. being but supernatural in the real world. Yep. And I love seeing these kinds of things too because it really does make you question like, fuck, if this happens yeah, in real yeah, life, yeah, 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 yeah. like we are fucked. <laughs> um, but, and that, you know, we need to be closer to God. We need to start praying more. 
<laughs> that's what it and to me especially growing up in, in a very uh and we'll get into it more when we get in our our, our spoil filled yeah. review like with spanish households and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, and sure. any little sign of of supernatural shit is like nope nope we pray <laughs> we we get on our knees right now we praying <laughs> we right. don't play that shit <laughs> but nah y'all um on the real though i think it was very very well made um to those that have read the book um uh, you know I'm, I'm sorry if they changed some things you didn't like boohoo right <laughs> but right boohoo i will say though if you're into action you're not gonna get much you there are there is action here but don't think of it as you know every other scene is something crazy's happening yeah. it's a it's a lot of you know it's more tension tense. yeah it's more tension it's more tense and more detective work that you don't really have to do the detective work yourself but it makes you question stuff and i i will say once they start getting into the nitty-gritty you're like oh shit like you have that oh shit moment like oh that's interesting Happened a couple it, times <laughs> right but so yeah, if you if you read the book, obviously you you know what you know. And if they change something, well, sorry. And if they didn't change anything, great. Yeah. Uh, for those that didn't read the book and haven't watched it yet, yeah, I recommend it. There were some parts for me that felt like it dragged a little bit, but nothing that that took me away uh, from it. But not nonetheless, acting was phenomenal. Um, again, an H a prime time HBO show never really disappoints. Nope. So, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get Stephen A to bring us to commercial. And guys, I, like I said before, once Stephen A is done talking, y'all better turn it off because we are going to spoil the shit out of it. Uh, do me a favor, please. Yeah. Go to commercial. So everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I waited for the commercial break to find that out. And that's what we're done, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That was that was the show for y'all. <laughs> nah, but um Yeah, man. So if you still are tuning in, you've either A read the book, B watched the show, or C you don't care about spoilers, which is fine by me. Uh we've warned you, so this is a spoiler warning now. Um, so I don't want to hear no, oh, I got this spoiled for me. Yeah, we told you. <laughs> We've been told you, so I don't want to hear it. But yes, The Outsider season one. Um, yeah, man, the fucking, the second, first, I, I saw the trailer, right? Um, obviously before it came out. And I saw that my son Ben Mendelson and Jason Bateman Shout were starring. Out. Shout out to Australia, number one, because my guy Ben is from from Australia. Is he actually? Yes, he's Australian. Wow! So shout, shout out, out yo! Yeah. Shout out my second home. <laughs> You're right. Shout out Melbourne. To... He was born in Melbourne. Oh, he's from Melbourne. Yes. Wow! So shout out to I... Ben. I appreciate it even more now. That's crazy. Exactly. And he's he's he is fantastic. Like he is like this dude, like I've seen him like the first time I seen him acting was in The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, that's right. Um and I thought he was like he played like again, like anything that he gets the any 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 pack of script that he gets, he's like, 
oh, you want me to do this? Done. And it's believable. Like, right. he, he did it in, in, um, in Dark Knight Rises. Like, obviously, I don't remember his name because he didn't have that big of a role in it. Right. He was a side character, but um, he like he was believable. He he's he played a, a douchebag banker. John John Daggett. Yeah, he's John Daggett, like some just you know some asshole banker. And then in and then and then the next time I saw him acting again was in in Captain Marvel as Talos. <laughs> Talos. And he made me like a scroll, like yeah. I never and, like come on man. And, and you know what I noticed? Like his his lisp to me is so like it, it's sort of becoming iconic in a way. And uh, it's not even it's not even distracting. It's it's almost like it's not. oh that's his thing. Like like he sounds like that. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, oh, so that's that's been like he has that kind of trademark lisp. Yeah. So you know him for that. Um, also, he was in uh, Ready Player One. He was the villain in Ready Player One. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You know what? You watched that, didn't you? Nope. What? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not um, as big on Steven Spielberg. That was a great movie, dude. I'm not as big on Steven uh, Spielberg stuff. Like the and, only and Steven Spielberg films that I that I'm at, I'm like, oh yeah, that was lit. Uh huh. Was Jurassic Park and um. Saving Private Ryan, I think Got that was it. I think that was Steven Spielberg. I don't remember. Let me he was, IMDb right in front of me. He was also in um, Rogue One. Oh yeah, see, but uh-huh. like, again in Rogue One, he he didn't play that. He wasn't to me. He was it wasn't that big of a character, but he still again played a. Oh yeah, Steven Spielberg did do Saving Private Ryan. To me, mm-hmm. my opinion, best war movie of all time. But like that's a different podcast. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, Ben Mendelsohn. Mendel Mendelssohn smoked this, yeah. As Ralph yeah. Anderson. So yes, do you want to just Ralph Anderson? So you want to just go through the cast, like just like shout everybody out? Uh, yeah, we uh, could definitely do that. Um, uh, all right. Shout out Jason. Jason. We're not. You're not gonna go through all their. Yeah, accolades, imagine. But, but <laughs> it was like a whole rundown. People were like, "All right, can can we get to the point?" Yo, shout out um, to Forensics Tech One, my guy Quinn right. Baza. Yo, <laughs> smoke. Not, nah, but, bro, Jason Bateman. I remember first. We'll we'll touch on. We touched on Ben. We'll touch on Jason just because these two are very well known. Yeah. Um, I first started watching Jason Bateman in comedies. Arrested Development, right? That's what he did. Um, yes, he did do that, but I, the first movie I saw him in was actually Horrible Bosses, believe it or not. No, 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 no. Couples Retreat. Oh, yes. Couples he was retreat. in Couples Retreat. Yes, yes, yes. I, I saw, I think I've seen only like 20 minutes of that, and I'm like, see ya. I didn't really like that one. Yo, he's actually from Westchester. He's from Rye, New York. Oh, shout out to Rye, New York. Shout out to Rye Playland. Shout out to that weird uh, Connecticut... <laughs> slash New York border that is just like, hey, am I in a different um, state or not? Dead. <laughs> uh, but yo, know, nonetheless, with 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 Sir Jason, um, yeah, I, I <laughs> just knighted him. him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does. He deserves it. I I've always just seen him really in in comedy. So horrible bosses, uh, game night. What what's it called? There was another one. Uh, uh, oh, he's a voice in Zootopia. That that shit was a, amazing. Oh, I still have um, to see the Zootopia. I'm slacking on that. But the first, there was something I oh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. 
No, uh, he's he's that's oh Hancock. Hey Hancock. No, he made a cameo in. Really? Yeah, we don't gotta go into it now. Oh yeah, fine. Oh, the switch was that one with Ron Reynolds, right? Yeah. Oh no, with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Sorry. Jennifer Aniston. The uh, change up was a Ryan Reynolds, I believe. Yeah, the change up. Um, yeah. He did. He did this indie film called uh, Extract. That was really good. You should. Check what that was that out. about? It, it's a. It's weird. It's really weird. It's like this comedy drama, sort oh, okay. of. It's like a dark comedy in a sense, but it's with him, Kristen Wiig from SNL like she's uh-huh. like one of the OGs on SNL. Oh, Ben Affleck. Yeah. And he's um it's about like he he works at this extract the like this extract factory for like peanuts uh-huh. or whatever or some kind of um some kind of herb or something. Right. And he gets into like this a bunch of drama like it's 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 interesting. And and it's weird because he's one of the like I could probably name like five actors on my hand that can play almost the same character in every role and right. I'm fine with it. That's Just Jason. Yeah, Jason Bateman is fine because to me, he's the same character in Ozark. He's the same character in Extract. He's the same character in in fucking The Outsider to me. Mm, and, interesting. And but the thing is that there's nothing wrong. It's so weird that somebody can do that or something something somebody could come off like that to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't have an issue with it. Like it's Got so it. strange. Like he like again, not that his acting is terrible. It's just like he kinda you know, not that he's one note either. Like I don't I don't want to shit on his acting, but he 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 does a really good job of just convincing me that of he's playing in. himself in any role. Exactly. He's like he's like, All right, I'm I'm Jason Bateman if I got convicted for of murder of a child. I'm Jason Bateman right. if if like you know what I'm saying, if I if I'm the manager of this extract place factory, I'm right. I'm Jason Bateman if I'm trying to kill my boss. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. But him and, and The Rock are like that for me. I, I right. can't name another actor, but yeah, but him Dude, and the Rock he was, Yeah. He was in this movie where it was the first movie I saw that he was he was he had a serious role in. It was about cyberbullying. I can't remember the fucking oh, name. Oh shit! It's called The Gift. Yes, yes. Is it? Yes, it's called The Gift. It's with Joel Edgerton, um, written and directed by Joel Edgerton. That movie is oh, so right fucked here. up. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I seen it. It was that, really yo. Good. It was just on one time, one day, right? Yeah. And I was just watching. I was like, yeah, it's a thriller. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah, fucking go check amazing. It out. It's really dope. And, and, and he <laughs> he was he just played such a serious character. And I was like, it was weird to see him in that role. Yeah. And and now it's just especially because I want to start Ozark now. And I heard it's a very, oh, very good show. you haven't show. seen Ozark, No, dude? and he's in it, too. So I'm just like, yo, this dude is fucking killing it. He is an underrated gem to Hollywood. He's really... This dude is killing... I'm he... sorry, I don't think he's underrated. I think he's underappreciated. Okay, all right. That's a better way to put it, because right. he, he like he's really talented. Like He he, he directed and, and produced on The Outsider, by the way. He directed the first yeah, two episodes. Yeah, the first two episodes, yep. Amazing. Like, and to me, to me, two two of the better episodes exactly. that they had, <laughs> two of the like two of the most strongest episodes, mainly because of his again his com- like that conviction, like the way he just played that out, like fam, I didn't do this, yeah, and is yeah. and, and again, let, yeah, let, let's get into yeah, it, yeah, let's, let's get, get into, into this. It. So so the the I was gonna say the film because this felt like a movie the whole way through, right? But 
just that opening shot of that kid clapped on the floor like oh that. Oh my god! Like I'm like, wow, this is really how we're gonna start it off. Yo, just, <laughs> we, we can't we can't sit down, relax a little bit, enjoy like the premise. Now they're like, yeah, here's a kid with a fucking stick up his ass. And like, it's, it's not just that. It, like it was that. It was how his back was like broken open. It was how his head dude, was he was by his arm. Like a dismantled child like, is a hard thing to, like a hard pill to swallow. And even though it's prosthetics and stuff, it is still absolutely not mesmerizing because then it's going to sound like I'm into that. No, no, I, I know what you mean. It's but, just to, to see this and feel the way you feel just goes to show how well they did with the effects. Exactly. And yeah. and it just shows that you're you're a human. And you care about this stuff. You're like, oh, you're like, oh, shit. Exactly, because I saw that and I'm like, I would, I would want to see this. I, I, I love to see it where I'm seeing it right now, just on television. Yeah. I don't ever want to see this shit yeah, in real life. I don't want. Yeah, I'm good on that. Right. But, but it's, it's really dope to see like an opening shot like that that just pulls you in. Yeah. And then the and then we get like that that kind of that kind of nitrate film burning up across the screen. Like, to have this sense of, like, I don't know, like, it's really weird, like, when it says the outsider and it just looks like a bunch of cells just being divided and yeah. stuff because it's so cool. Like, it's just, like, it... It is a cool intro, cool little opening. It is opening. a cool... Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like HBO took this shit and was just like, yo, what what y'all want to do? <laughs> what y'all trying to do, Stephen King? Right. What y'all trying to do, um... Like the shout out to the writers Dennis Lehane who who wrote a couple episodes on this, and like especially speaking still on episode one, how Ben's character was just like probably one of the best detectives I've seen on TV. Really? Yes. You know why? Because it's the classic tale of the skeptic, the classic tale of hmm, that's of, a good point. Of the stubborn, like no, this. And I think that's why it went so well with Cynthia. Cynthia uh, Ervo, yeah, yeah. Shout Ervo's to Cynthia character. Ervo. Yo, I'm gonna give you a, a round of applause, porque. Yo, <laughs> nah, she bodied that. She was the MVP for me. Yeah, MVP for me. Most valuable player of the game. Held it with the glue to the entire show. Um, and, yeah, and she's the outsider. Yeah. I mean, her out and obviously El Cuco. We're gonna get into that later, but. <laughs> Cynthia Erbo was just excellent. We didn't get we didn't get to know her character until like episode three, I believe. Yeah, but but no, the reason I bring her up is because I think she even said it either in the second to last episode of the finale, where she was like, she told Ralph uh, that basically what she was saying was that they complimented each other so well because he always kept her grounded. And she made him a skeptic. Oh yeah, other that, things. That was like on episode. So that eight. was a yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, it was yeah. just a cool little thing to see that. Right. Although, yes, Holly, what you said is correct. Like Ralph is still bringing her down a level. Like, okay, we still need to to because no one else is gonna believe this shit. So we yeah. still have to see it from a a realistic perspective. But exactly, Ralph, you need to start seeing it from a more non-detective and non-real you need to start looking at it from a more supernatural perspective exactly because this is what the shit that's going on exactly. so i think they complemented each other really well um amazing amazing but yeah the the you know we're obviously it's 10 episodes so we're not going to break it down episode by episode but we could hit the main beats here where we start off um like we said we don't know who police are investigating 
And there is compelling, not just compelling, but forensic evidence, video evidence. Everything points to one man, and that's uh, local teacher and baseball coach Terry Maitland, who is uh, Jason Bateman's character. Dude, what the fuck? Like, imagine just just minding your business. Right. And, like, oh, and again, I know I understand it's like a small town in, in Georgia. And all that, like everybody knows each other. Like that's even right. the crazier part. So like, not only do you look nuts getting arrested at a local little league game that you're coaching, that you're coaching, it looks nuts to your family. It looks nuts. Like it just looks crazy because even the officers arresting him are like, "Yo, I'm sorry, bro. Like, but like we got to bring you in." Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, I right. like, and I like again Jason Bateman being Jason Bateman in that situation. Right. He's like, no, don't worry, call um. He's like, call, he's like, yeah, call Howie. Yeah, call Howie. Call Howie. Shout out to Bill yeah. Camp, who smoked it, too, as Howie. He did. He un- underrated. Yo, like, this... He, so, he killed that shit. Uh, yo, the bench, the bench in this show, bro, psh, <laughs> produced a bunch of Lou Williams, a bunch of Lou Williams and Lamar Odoms. <laughs> you, you think, you think, I think Howie, you, you don't consider him a starter? Um, We got, we got Ralph. We got Holly. Mm-hmm. And Terry, Terry, so spoilers, if you're still listening, Terry dies in episode two. So yeah, it's like, obituary time. That's it, I'm a <laughs> Bro, that was music. wild. <laughs> Yo, Yo, so I, I, now I'll, I'll bring it up when we get there. But OK, so he gets arrested, right? Terry Maitland gets arrested yeah. in front of all these people, in front of his family. Um, and Ralph wanted it this way. We got to remember that. Like Ralph was like, yeah, arrest this son of a bitch in front of everybody to embarrass him. Yep. Because, you know, again, in the real world, if there's this much evidence towards the guy, he did it. He fucking did it. There's no no if, ands, or buts. And you will get met with extreme prejudice by law enforcement for sure. Because, like, especially, exactly. as, like, because it's, like, not that I've been in a situation, but just see. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to say that. I've never been a, a cop like that, but. The thing is that just, I guess, knowing, like, oh, you did this to a kid, dude? Yeah. Fuck you, man. Like, come on. Uh, and especially him with, with, uh, with his backstory. Exactly. Right? And we get to, we get to Ralph. Yeah, yeah. His son, you know, dying. I believe it was cancer, right? Yeah. Or he, he had an Ill, some sort of illness, which yeah, he died. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, But, yeah, so, and it, it, this was a, uh, a kid that... uh. Terry used to coach as well, so mm-hmm. it was it was really personal. It was messy, for Detective, bro. To Detective Anderson for Ralph, um, but yeah, so he gets arrested, and then he he tells you know his wife call Howie uh, again, the lawyer, and again, like you said, Bill Camp kills it. He was just like, oh y'all done fucked up, y'all because done fucked up. One of the best lawyers. He's just like fam, like. We also have video evidence that my guy was in a completely different state at the yeah. same time that this so happened. He, he so hires, he hires a PI, Alec Pelly, which funny, funny thing is he hires a PI who was in season three of Jessica Jones, who Jessica Jones, the PI. And he yes, was, the yes, was the yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, great, yes. great actor. He is an amazing great actor. actor. Shout out to Jeremy Bob. Um, the most name. regular name ever, by the way. But you have Hi, to, I'm Jeremy Bob. <laughs> he has two first names, but usually people with two <laughs> first names, they they smoke anything they do. Right. 
Um, so he hires him. They find video evidence of Terry in another location way, way beyond. Fam, over 300 miles away. Like, yeah. it's crazy. And again, as, as an audience viewer who, again, I wasn't cursed with knowledge about The Outsider as a book. Just yeah, dude. I was like, oh, so like, and me, I don't know why. I was just again that that they just set the tone to make it a realistic show. So when I saw that, I'm like, what? I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? As we yeah. get more along the episodes, Holly's always like, two entities cannot live within one universe, and like she repeatedly says that. So I'm just like, no, no, no. Two two entities it? cannot exist in two in two places at once. Like this right, is right. That's what it was. This yeah. is this is uh this is something that is beyond our realm of understanding. Like she was again, she is the believer, and and Ralph is the skeptic. So by the time they bring Holly in, but I mean before we get into Holly and like her coming in, right? Uh, leading up to uh uh Terry Maitland's death we get like glimpses of this this hooded figure like this dude in a hood like that's just always always watching and this figured ass and, fee. and just and we get like again i'm i'm really really happy that we didn't get a full look at his face we just got descriptions of it we just got pictures of it and stuff like mm -hmm. drawings and stuff because yo mind you these people are fucking artists <laughs> exactly yo if someone brought me into that room and be like yo draw what you saw i would be like dude this is not gonna help anyone. <laughs> Drawing you a fucking stick figure, <laughs> like. But these people are like, uh, I'm not that good of an artist. Draw exactly what he looked like. Exactly, <laughs> and 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 it's crazy because. Like, what the fuck? Again, again, like being somebody who who did not. I don't. I'm not cursed with knowledge on any of this. Like I don't know. Right. I'm like, who is this dude? What is Yo, going the, on? <laughs> you ever see that Spider Man meme? Like with the with the Spider Man toys, like who the fuck is? Oh this? yeah, who is this nigga? Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> that shit is funny too. But the thing yeah, is that that's basically how it was with this dude. Like who yeah. the fuck is this? So then, like, you get to see this guy. I'm like, all right, clearly he has something to do with this. But I thought he was before we knew that he was El Cuco. Like, it was strange because I'm like, all right, so clearly the show is dealing with doppelgangers. But I thought it was just. A phenomenon like it was just this weird entity that was going around make creating doppelgangers you know what i'm saying yeah but then obviously as the story yeah, we unfolds get, we, get, we get deeper yeah, yeah but before we get into that like to terry maitland's death like the poor tragedy that the peterson family went through Damn. their son gets mauled by this being yeah and then the mom dies because she has a heart attack crazy because she goes crazy the son gets clapped because he shot terry he gets yo my guy ralph <laughs> was I like see, no yo. scope no ah. scope yeah when i saw that shit bro i said yo and then obviously i was watching it with two book readers so nobody oh, got hyped like oh, i yeah. did ooh, ooh. the book readers <laughs> I'm talking about you, aka my girlfriend, and aka my boyfriend. My hey, yo, <laughs> fast forward. <laughs> my girlfriend's dad. Hey, yo, I'm so uh, <laughs> I just, I just made the crowd laugh, and you got some shots. That's cool though. Um, yeah, uh, yo, there was like, there was like, oh, um, they, yo, there was mad cool about it, and I just looked at them. I was like, this, this was in the book, wasn't it? They're like, yeah. 
Yeah, like, but okay. the thing that's, <laughs> all right, there's two things. Number like, one, okay. number one, mm. it made me realize once again, it, HBO has its way to remind you, oh, y'all forgot, forgot we helped make Game of Thrones? Nobody's right. safe, my guy. Nobody's safe. Fuck out of here. Like, oh, you fuck with Jason Bateman? That's why you're watching this? Clapping him. Second episode. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I thought... Oh, hey, where, I, where? We, go, we go get a prominent guy for this role? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clap. <laughs> and the thing is that, like, I thought the bullet grazed his neck, so I'm like, ah, he's gonna be all right. Like they just, you know, Word. apply pressure. Nah, that shit was embedded in there. Like that was in there. I'm like, ah, okay. Like, bro, damn. and his in his last words, and even his wife points it out. Um, Gloria, Glory, Glory Maitland, played by uh, Julianne Nicholson, smoked it too. Yeah, now her her character was the one that got me like tight. Yeah, I can understand why. Exactly. <laughs> very stubborn. Very, very stubborn. But what uh what I was gonna say is yeah, his she even his last words was that he didn't wasn't to me, wasn't to his wife to say he loved me. It was I didn't do it. I didn't kill the kid. That's crazy, dude. Like, like Yeah. And like to just show that in your dying moment, like fam, you know he said though. Like Right, like I didn't I, do it. Like like if if he did it, he would have been like, "Yo, I clapped him. <laughs> I'm out." <laughs> yeah, like, "Yo, my guy, that ass. I did that shit. My bad." But you know. Mm, yo, you know what scene I'm missing that I wanted to just bring up real quick? That What's I thought up? was dope. Probably one of the, my favorite scenes in the whole series was when when um he was locked up, right? Terry was locked up, and Ralph goes to to the to the prison to talk to him. Yeah, like off the record. Off the record. Yeah, off record. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, did you ever touch my son? Mm. And like the story that he told, like, oh, did I ever touch your son? Yo, like the kids used to call him names. They used to make fun of him because he would never get a hit. Because so also do, he was shorter than I, everybody else. Right. He's like, I, I taught him how to bunt. And those would win us games. Like he, he started getting a new nickname. Like, and people wanted him to go up to bat. He's like, so... Again, ask me again if I ever, and then, and then, like, so he wasn't getting picked on it. The team, he felt rewarded. He felt, like he that, felt, he felt like part of something. Like he, he like he made sure that yeah. his son was part of something. Yeah. So, so he was basically just telling Ralph, like, yeah, I did touch your kid, but not in the way you're thinking. Like, I, I, you know, I touched him in a more emotional level. Like, I, he was like, I hope I did. He's like, he's saying, right, like, exactly. I hope I did. Like, I hope I got through to him because, you know. Especially, I feel like part of an adolescent, <clears throat> like being an adolescent, like growing up, mm -hmm. especially if you're involved in extracurricular activities, coaches right. become parent fingers too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I could see where Terry's coming from from that angle, and also how upset he was clearly, but he also kept his composure because Jason Bateman. But just, I just love seeing Ralph's face, like, like his, Ralph. Yeah. Ralph started again, like again, a skeptic through everything. Not just the supernatural. Yeah, I mean, dude, because everything. Like, imagine you as a detective, and you have clear evidence that this guy did the murder, but then also even there when the murder took place. Yeah, you're just gonna be like, "What the fuck? Like, who is doing like this great video editing? Yeah, <laughs> like, you wouldn't think of supernatural shit." But yeah, as as the story goes on, so yeah, Ralph. Uh, I mean, Terry does die. And then, so the kid gets clapped. The brother of the the Peterson uh, murder kid gets clapped, and then the dad hangs himself and kills himself. So, wherever 
El Cuco goes, tragedy strikes. Yes. That's basically what this was all centered around. So now we have all these people still trying to wrap their heads around it. Like, what is going on? How are we going to figure this out? Yeah. Ralph, they like, they put him on leave. They're like, yo, you need to get, they didn't suspend him. He wasn't suspended, right? He was just. No, he's all right. The way I think it's still realistic. I'm assuming that's how it works. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how police department. He was just on work. mandatory leave. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like, again, tragedy happened, especially you were involved in a shooting that, that. Yeah, and you just kill the kid. Exactly, you just kill it. So like, in the head. Exactly. So take some time off, and also, like, it's like it's like a double trauma because your son died, and you just killed a young kid. Yeah, right. So it's like you you got to take some time off, and again, Ralph being stubborn. The show has a lot of stubborn characters. Yeah, Ralph being stubborn, he's like, no, I'm still working on the case. Fuck it, because like what Harley Quinn said. The cop, the cop don't do shit until after he turns his badge in. So, a hundred percent. Nice, nice BOP reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout but, <laughs> but yeah, so you know, then we start getting introduced uh, to Jack Hoskins, um, played by uh, Mark Manchaka. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, who, again, everyone pretty much did an outstanding job. We shout out to our Latino, uh, Unisablo. Oh, shit. Uh, played by Yo Vasquez. Yo, de lo mío. You already know. But like, oh, and he and by the way, in... by the way, I'm sorry. Side you already knew about. Uh, um, shout out to Mark Menchaca. He is in Ozark, my guy. So please go check that out. Oh, for real? Yeah, he's like, so him, he, like so him and Jason have worked together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's the he's that guy. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say anything about his his character in Ozark, but it's right. it's you, you're gonna like it. You're gonna like it. Right. So my question to you is, why do you think El Cuco attached himself to Jack's character? Do you think because Jack was the one that was most, I would say, vulnerable? Hmm. Um, or it was just by <clears throat> chance that he went into that barn that night? Okay. So that's a very loaded question and a very good mm-hmm. question because, because I guess we – like. And through answering this question, we could, like, kind of run through the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. So, from, and, again, an outsider being an audience member, which is kind of meta, watching the show, when I heard El Cuco's name, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly. We, let, let's, let's get there first. Yeah, yeah. Mention it. So, exactly. I don't. Why they had brought Holly in? It was the PI that brought him in. Her um, and Alec. Um, Alec and Howie, I think, knew her from other stuff that they've worked on before. But I don't know if it was both Alec and Howie or or it was just Alec. But Alec called her up like, "Yo, come through. We need your help with this case that we're working on." And right, because they they go to um they go to check out the barn. Well, was it Jack does in episode three? I believe it was. And that's when I thought he was going to get clapped. But, you know, El Cuco was just like, nah, matter of fact, I'm going to use you. I'm going to use you to my advantage. Exactly. So as as the story starts developing, we start learning that El Cuco is vulnerable. Like, he needs time to rest. He needs time to eat and feed to get to his full strength. So that's why he sticks around. Um, and I'm just trying to, why did they recruit her? I can't remember that oh, part. Oh, because... It wasn't all right. It was again. We didn't know at that point that we were dealing with something supernatural. We were just dealing right. with with something 
very peculiar or something that was abnormal in terms of uh, in terms of what the evidence was showing for both sides of like against Terry Maitland and for Terry Maitland. So right. The whole Google thing just so happened to come about like again, we found out about El Cuco the same time Holly did. <laughs> Through, and and through a Latina, nonetheless. Exactly, through a Latina, nonetheless. And the thing, what's crazy too, is that growing up in a Dominican household, like El Cuco again was nobody, no adult told another adult, "Yo, El Cuco's gonna get you because you're doing some fucked up shit." Right. It's always the, the adult the kids. telling the kid, like, if you, you don't, better, be, you better stop. Exactly. <laughs> but now again, everybody's interpretation is different, right? Yeah. But it all means the same thing as right. we come to find out, or at least through Stephen King's eyes again, and, because this and is you know what? Why yeah. I find interesting and I don't I don't want it to lead into a deeper discussion, but from my perspective it can. Yeah. Like you said, we can interpret El Cuco in many different ways, right? Yeah. Essentially, what is what is this being? It's the devil. Or or a sort of kind of demon. Right. A demon like figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this just, it, it, to me, it raises the same thing of, of religion, right? When everyone has a either soul god or soul gods or an above power that yeah, they believe, yeah. right? Obviously, besides atheists, but I'm talking about religion in general. Yeah. But no matter if you're, if you're Muslim, if you're Christian, Catholic, Jewish, whatever your religion may hold, we have that one entity above. Yeah. So I like I just I just find that so fascinating that it doesn't matter. We all have a belief system where there's one being above and there's one being below. Yeah. So it's just like there's a yin and yang sort of thing that, exactly. every, that everybody good, follows or or there's knows. Good or and evil, right? But but so you know one like, yeah that episode to me was so eerie. That was in the fourth episode, and the title is Que Viene el I was like, oh, and, shit. yeah, and that's again, that's the thing. Like growing up, that was told to me, and I'm just like, who the fuck? And again, like, I'm a '90s kid, so like, the internet wasn't as accessible. Like, I couldn't just go to like, I, I could like Google didn't come out to way later, right? When I first found out about Google, when I was like four or five. <laughs> but again, it was like this weird sense of like, oh, so if I'm in a dark room, I'm gonna get clapped. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So then, like, that was, like, yeah. a thing growing up. Like, like right. especially with my cousins and stuff. Like, oh, we're not going in that room. Like, and it's they dark like that. Because El Cuco's going to be there. And we're, like, and then, again, as children, is like, this something that you should be afraid of that your parents tell you about. Yeah. And now seeing it play out in the show like that, like, yeah, it's an interesting conversation point because it's it could be taken two ways. It could be taken... All right, this is an entity that maybe exists, maybe doesn't, but mm -hmm. it is for sure an amazing uh, sort of weird interpretation for a lot of fucked up shit that happens to children. Right. And yeah. And El Cuco is is like again when it comes to the paranormal, being Hispanic, I don't fuck with it, bro. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, no. I don't um, taunt it. I don't like. Ooh. Make fun of it, like I don't. I'm I'm cool on that. Like I don't I don't play that stuff. Like not not because I'm such a superstitious person or anything. It's just like 
I, the, way, the way the way we're taught exactly like you it's like you you're like like i never yo ouija boards all that stuff no nope, exactly out of my house see ya you know why because <laughs> bete, bete, exactly bete. Eh, 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 yo shout out to bad bunny <laughs> i know just dropped a new album that, yeah. yo, that's unwell you bub ass i know that's unwell but the reason i'm saying that is because that unwell feature on that on the album my guy it is one of my favorite songs on that. I know we're going yeah, off track here or whatever, but shout out to Bad Bunny, <laughs> shout out to Puerto Rico. Like Yo, shout out to all Latinos, bro. But, but yeah, yeah, like it's just it's just crazy. Like I, I love, I love, I love how this this just the show just shows that different like lens on like Yo, fucked up shit is happening, and it's something like, how do you explain the unexplainable? How do you explain, how do you convince somebody like, all right, this tragedy yeah. happened to you because of an entity got right. to it? And, and, it's, and, and I'm glad, I'm glad. So you know how I, spoiler free, where I was like, you know, some episodes seem like they dragged. In a yeah. way, it was a good thing, because you're not going to make these people believe this stuff right off the bat. Like, not at all. Yeah. Like, remember the scene where we, they sat down Glory and she was like, really? She was like, is this a fucking joke? Yeah, she was like, oh, you're fucking <laughs> kidding me? The boogeyman? See ya. <laughs> and it's crazy. Right. And and Holly, again, Holly got tight and Holly also felt bad because Holly's like, yo, like... I know how this sounds, but like, yeah, it's like, the fucking truth. <laughs> exactly. And it's but, and it just makes her stand out more as a character in that moment as well. Is that they made Sablo, right? They made his character, the Latino cop, or I'm sorry, he was a... He's, he, he was um GBI. Yeah, that's a Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Basically the right. FBI for the state. Like the FBI right. So, the he, you know, there was a, the car ride that he had with Ralph at one, where he was like, yo, oh man... I'm not saying I believe in this shit, but because he he's Latino, so he's like, yo, yeah, yeah. like he he was more inclined to believe it and more inclined to be like, yo, nah, this shit is real, and we need to start taking that shit serious. Exactly. Like, because if we start, if we continue to see it from a detective and and a, a literal standpoint and facts, we're not gonna get anywhere. And also, when 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 Holly was when Holly like broke the news, you see you see Salvo do the sign of the cross, like nah. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's it's just this this very very eerie feeling you get like through those episodes of just finding this stuff out and then even the interaction that this dude had with with uh, Terry Maitland's daughter. Come, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about yeah. it, dude. Like And 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 where he went to Ralph's home. Oh my god. Like And, and spoke to his wife, sat down on the chair, and he was like, "Yo, tell them to stop." Yo, she she at the end of she burned the chair. I was like, "Yep, there you go, girl." Burned I would all right now. A couple things. Uh, um, Ralph's wife, Jeannie, played by mm-hmm. Mayor uh, Winningham. Shout yeah. out to you, Mayor. Smoked it. Amazing job being the the very caring and understanding wife, and also being being the woman next to a man that's just like my guy. Uh huh. This is real, <laughs> yeah. I, and like, and obviously, Ralph wasn't wasn't having any of it at first. But like that interaction that she had with Kuko was just like, all right. It also made you look at <laughs> Kuko right. like almost like, all right. He's sort of like, all right. This is gonna be wild. Me comparing it, but you know how Thanos in Infinity War like wasn't just clapping everybody he spoke to, or wasn't trying right. to clap it. No, I get, I get he was very mean. calculated. He's like, look, I'm just trying to eat. 
Again, but, not to sympathize. No, no, no. I'm right, but you're you're exactly right, and that's what Holly was getting at, though. Yeah. She was like, "Look, he he hasn't." gonna strike again well she's like oh now we need to start getting into the detective aspect of it and breaking down how holly got to to where she did with el cuco yeah where there was what two three other cases before this right that were exactly the same um it was two cases i believe yeah it was one with the the latina lady and another with the black guy yeah with And, and it's crazy how they're all connected too yeah, they all had an interaction. Yeah, they because, all had an interaction. And they, they, they I've, um, I'm gonna butcher this, but I remember it started with the, the, cause, remember Ralph had sat down Glory and was, you guys took a trip, you know, out of the state, and they were like, yeah, we flew there and back though. He's like, you never used the car ever because remember that there was a stolen vehicle. Yes, yes, and they were like, oh yeah, every now, like every year we drive to, I think Daytona. Or something like that. It was somewhere, yeah. Yeah, they drive to Daytona for whatever, and then, like, they, yeah, like, and he goes to visit his father. Like, that's what he does, like, every now and then and all that. Yeah. And, and in, then, the, in the hospital, that's where he met the, the guy. Where he got cut. Yes. Man, anybody scratches me, I'm swinging on him. Right there, that's it. <laughs> I'm swinging on him. You scratch, you scratch me, I'm swinging, that's it. Don't scratch me. Yeah, don't scratch me, my guy. Because now you marked me, and now that means I'm gonna I'm gonna get wrongfully convicted. And I'm gonna get clapped. I'm not trying to Weird. have any of that. Um, and then he got it from having sex with the Latina. Yeah. But the Latina lady was like, "Yo, that man had sex with El Cuco, bro. He bugging." That's crazy. Now, nah, but see, that's the thing that's confusing. Why? All right. So El Cuco has to scratch you directly. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So that means that. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I I just got confused for a bit. It has it has to be him to scratch you. It can't be like one of his minions or something, right? Like if Jack. Well, he, he yeah he doesn't have minions really because like he's just taking other per- like the only mini he really had throughout the season that we saw was, was Jack. Jack. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah, Jack can't can't do anything. He's just. He's just under so much pain through El Cuco. Like, yo, the, yo his neck got fucked yo, up, His bro. neck look dutty, fam. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> That shit was nasty. Yeah, that shit was gross. But yeah, like. <clears throat> he was going through it. And then, yo, yo, you knew he go, you knew he was going through it when he got clapped by his mom, bro. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> right. that shit. Yo, and that's, again, that's 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 a certain part of the of the whole show that I was just like, all right, this is different because we again Holly puts us on and tells us again as a as a child, El Google was never really explained to me. It was just something that just exists and you should watch out for. I don't I don't even want to know. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm <okay>. good. <laughs> But, I uh, got God and Jesus with yeah. me. <laughs> but yeah, according to Holly, El Cuco feeds every 20-something days, and he's drawn to chaos and pain. Yeah. So, um. So, again, he, he feeds off of this, which is why he just goes by family, because family is brought together by grief, and when everybody's grieving, it's easier for him to feast. Clearly. Yeah. So... That is very, very sick to even hear. Which is which is weird because you would think that, you know, um, Ralph and his wife and how much they grieve over their son. You would think. But the thing was, now that I think about it, it's like, oh, 
he didn't he didn't attack a child of theirs. That's why. Yeah, exactly. He needs to get to their kid first, exactly. and then and then he'll give y'all the rest. Exactly. So, so he, he, Terry Maitland's family, basically, mm -hmm. and you know, luckily our heroes <laughs> salvaged the day, <laughs> but nah, yeah, this this whole um right. So we we get to the, the and I, I love the detective portion of it. You know, Holly getting breaking it down and being like, oh, and the. Andy, um, you know, they became weird lovers. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, mm. um, that character played by Derek Cecil. Mm -hmm. He is in House of Cards, another Netflix show that is amazing. He plays he, that guy does great acting, too. Yeah. Ah, yeah. He really was, he, you know, they were very they, they fit each other well. It was like, yeah, it was a very it was or... a very uh weird uh love thing that they had going on. Yeah. But it was it was to me it was easy to follow. Like I because you know how sometimes shows like throw like a random love like arc yeah. in there. It didn't feel weird or distracting to me because it kind of played into Holly's character, how weird she was and mm -hmm. how she doesn't really get attached to stuff like that and all that, and like she's just like weird yeah. about stuff like that. But you know Yeah, so so it's like you know, Holly actually went to New York to talk to that lady that was convicted of the murder of, of a kid. Yeah. You know, so it's just like these aren't coincidences. And she sees that. No, sir. It's like there's no way. And like the car, where was it? Oh, in New York. And who was she? Who was driving it? Oh, this lady was. And then so it's just like everything started connecting. You know, I, I butcher that. But, you know, if you obviously if you're still listening, you watched it, you know what happened. Um, But, you know, just getting to the to the. um you know, basic points. It's like, this is where it all connected. And this is where you as the audience member is like, Oh shit. Yep. Like that's dope that she caught that. And, but at the same time, it's dope. But then when she goes back and explains it to the rest of the group, you know, and at this point we got the whole, like everyone's there. All the main casket members are there. Like we got Ralph, we got glory. We got uh genie, um, Al Howard, Jack, everybody's there. The Suicide uh, Squad. Right, basically. <laughs> the Stephen yeah. King Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and all of them are just like, yeah. So this is what we got this great detective for, like to talk about this supernatural, non-realistic shit. Yeah. And again, like we said, uh, Sablo was just like, he he was uh, the one that was like, yo, honestly, like I believe this shit. Even Alec at the same time, remember when he was talking to Howard in the in the stairwell, in the stairways, he was just like, yo, I'm not saying I believe it, but, you know, I, I wouldn't think it, it's not true either. Exactly. You know, you to get, people are getting that vibe because they're like, yo, there's no way this is a coincidence. Like, it's just, it's not. It, it's just really not. You know where there's things like, oh, yeah, it's just a coincidence. But this, they were like, nah, fam, like, this is OD. Like, the exact same cases, exact same situation unexplainable how can people be at two places at once and that's where she got that phrase from she's like two beings cannot same reality exactly it's not possible and so then we got it we got to talk about my dude claude claude bolton <laughs> my guy uh what's it called bouncer at gentlemen's please right is that yeah. what it's called no, it's called uh, uh, the That's what peach. It's called, it's called the peach. Yeah, the, the peach. It's called yeah. Gentleman's Please in the book. Yeah, the peach. So, yeah, we we don't notice until after. Well, no, we know after we get the explanation of the whole scratch story, we're like, oh, shit. Like, Ralph, I mean, Terry scratched 
clawed. So we're like, ah, fuck. So then we start connecting the tissues, and so does Holly. She's like, yeah. oh, wait. I forgot what, what, who was she talking to? I think she was talking to, um, to Ralph. She was like, oh, you decided to tell me this shit now? Because the only two really in it were Holly and Janine. They were like, yo, this shit is real. Like, it's time to get a move on. And then, uh, and then Ralph was just like, oh, yeah, uh, Claude said he got scratched a little bit by, by Terry. Uh, yeah, by Terry. And they're like, and Holly was just like, yo, my man, you should have told me that hours ago. <laughs> you should have told me that in the meeting where everyone looked at me like I was stupid. Yeah. You feel me? Like, but, you, you made me look dumb, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then they basically was like, yo, either get with it or get lost. Like you, They basically were like, yo, you're in the way. You're in the way. Um, Ra- Ralph's character development at the same time, too, I really appreciated, like, him going to, because he was going to therapy, uh, you know, psychologist. Um, and then we get that scene where his son comes up to him in a dream, which I don't think it was his son. Mm-hmm. I think it was Okuku, him, like, saying, oh, you need to let me go. But at the same time, you know, it can be, like, him just trying to let his son go the best, not in the way that we're thinking of like, Oh yeah. You know, I'm just going to stop thinking about my dead son, but the, I, and you know, I, I'm not a father's process about losing a, a kid. Yeah. And one day when I have my children, I would never want to have that experience ever. God forbid. Yeah. But I think if that scene was really like his son in his dream, telling him that it's more in a sense, like, Hey, we're good fam. You know, like, Live your life. I'm over here in heaven. I'm chilling. Like you did, you did all the grieving, the crying already. Yeah. But at the same time, it could be El Google just playing. It was could have been El Google just playing mind games with him, uh, to let him go. Like, yo, let me feast on these kids real quick, and you and we could all move on. But yeah, so Claude Claude gets the scratch, uh, played by Pat Considine Considine. Don't know how to pronounce his last name. Oh, Patty Considine. Patty Considine, yeah. All right. Uh, Great acting job as well with him. And Uh, also a sleeper character to me because... Yeah. Again, like... He was was just... the dude at at bouncing uh jack from from the the strip club every night yeah and that's all it was and and but the thing that's crazy is that like again i love when shows do that like they give you a recurring character but they make it not that they make it a distraction but they make it like all right so we see that claude might have scratched him but we see that ralph kind of like deviates from that kind of information because of again he's a skeptic and what holly said the whole scratching thing holly didn't touch on it until much later which is when right. they they went to speak to him again but i cannot believe that claude ended up being like all right like this is the guy like who kind of ended up being like the main kind of climactic thing for yeah it was centered around him yeah and it's crazy and too it's, it's nuts yeah so you know we as el cuco is transforming into claude jack is doing all his dirty work fetching him people to eat uh, which is just again, ugh, like people yeah. and animals, and Suicide Squad, and Holly's like, all right, let me let me make a proposition to y'all. We're gonna we're gonna lock Claude up. Where is he now? We're gonna lock him up. 
we're gonna stick with him. We're gonna have this big slumber party sleepover. Yeah. And then if some shit pops off, that's him. We can vouch we for him. For, exactly. exactly. We know for a fact it wasn't him. He got a and solid alibi. Exactly, exactly, exactly what happened when he went to his brother's home and then go try to take that kid and then he got pressed at that fucking festival. <laughs> Yo, he got he got he was oh shit. He was like yeah, again. And that made me realize as well, like from what Holly said, like, oh, clearly he's he's being he's he's, he's being vulnerable. sloppy. Yeah, he's being sloppy. Yeah. He's he clearly hasn't eaten properly or whatever yeah, he's been, or, got you. Exactly. Or whatever he's been eating hasn't been sustaining him enough to he's fully been transform. Greens, he's going to the layup line. Exactly. My guy out here getting washed in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> getting blocked, like like oh this is our this is our turn like listen oh turnover perfect <laughs> listen to me but like no, nothing is worse than watching like a like kind of like a um an an inevitable uh tragedy almost occur like the the pendejo kid that's just like oh hey stranger that I've never seen in my life and don't know and have no relation Yo, to sure I'll go with you to a cave right like come I, on fam I was telling Kayla I was like yo if we have a kid, like, Never. we are teaching him, yo, any stranger comes up to you, I to, to tell you your shoes untied. Stranger danger. You start yelling to the top of your... First of all, I wouldn't even leave my kid around like that. Like just Exactly. Like, just let, like, let, let him run off. And, like, and, yeah. and again, but the, the, way, the, the way the setup happened, I understand it, too. It's, it's a festival. Right. That it's they, something that... Exactly. Yeah. Like, everyone knows everyone. Exactly. And here you have an outsider. And and it's a one in a million chance, but there you go. That was yo. I was so happy. Yo, shout out to his sister, the MVP. She was like, "Where you go, my brother?" I was like, "Exactly." Yeah. Was like, Even yeah. though she realized kind of late, and like instead of going and talking to boys, but I get it. I get it. I get why she went and <laughs> off and talking to boys, and like I get why like she wasn't paying attention. But I also love how she caught that last, and also showed how El Cuco could be slipping, and he's buns. El Cuco is buns. That's it. <laughs> Facts. If you could so, get caught slipping like that, you buns. That's it. His mask off. He started dipping. And then, perfect. What happened? What I wanted to happen, happened. Holly was like, Holly was looking at Ralph like, I. Like, uh, he's uh, here, Pendejo. I told you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then that's when we got the first sign that Ralph was like, oh, shit. This shit is legit. Like, she wasn't bullshitting. Yeah. I'm like, I bet. We're all on the same. Out. Let's go get him. And then this is where disaster hits. When Claude's bum-ass brother told him. Oh, my God, dude. Because they was like, they was all talking about, yo, don't tell him. Because what he don't what he don't know, El Cuco don't know. And that's better no, for but, us. But it's not just that. What he don't know is also better for him to protect them because they weren't seeing it from that. Because, again, Claude didn't really relay all this information to everyone. The only reason we knew that El Cuco knew everything that's going on was because Claude mentioned it. Claude never said, oh, he's in my head. He knows what I'm thinking. Like, he knows what we're doing. He only brought that up when at the same time that, that we saw his brother tell him everything. Because Holly didn't know that El Cuco, like, could... could basically nah, get Twitter updates on everything they were... going on. <laughs> it's like, oh, injury report. Fake blown yeah. out knee. Uh-huh. Torn ACL. Lit. <laughs> I'm going to go check that like, out. Lit. I'm going to go check. <laughs> it's like basically like, like report. 
But nah, I mean, I thought I thought so though because why were they why were they uh telling not telling him anything though? Like why weren't they keeping him in the loop? Then? No, no, I think because because Claude could be a dude that could just like because again because they didn't have him in custody yet. They didn't want to like, get some dumb shit. Exactly, right? yeah, they didn't want him to just dip and leave or or be an idiot and stick around. He decided like to take a trip. He was just like, you know what? Because again, him he he that was voluntary. Like he didn't leave because Akuko wanted him to leave. He left at least what I think. He left because he was like, "Yo, I don't feel right. Like something's off about this this vibe here. Like I'm just gonna yeah." He was, try, he was trying. He trying to. You told. Remember, he he said to his brother, "He's like, yo, like yeah, there's nothing else for me over there. Like, especially with all the tragedy that's happened too in that yeah. little town. So he was like, you know, let me get out of there. Like I've been I've been to jail enough times over there. Like I don't, I'm not I'm not in any trouble anymore. Let me start. Let me go back home. Like yeah. and that's and I think that was that's what was really dope about his relationship with his brother is that. As as much of a dick that his brother was, the the main line as as anybody with a sibling can mm-hmm. can um can completely uh relate can relate to is that yo this is my family like I'm Facts. like especially like if we have history with police and we know how <laughs> that goes with any family like yeah. like fuck y'all like I'm not I don't want y'all in here like uh and then like I also love how like very vital information was always relayed by his brother like if he's smoking bud or if he's just chilling yeah. like, like nigga why didn't you say this shit earlier like <laughs> yeah but yeah when he told him and I'm I'm like Claude was like yo like you idiot he's like now he knows he knows what after him exactly. now exactly and then I that was, like, was a oh. oh shit moment for me right there everybody the audience I'm assuming because it's just like dude like what and Google can now like do this as well and then like we kind of got a sense of that Right. When we seen Claude like wake up in the middle of the night and like look through like the window, like he's waking up mad paranoid because he felt like homeboy was there too. Right. And then that's when Ralph also again started getting more convinced, like, oh shit, like Yeah. This yeah, is yo, this Ralph, is the Ralph real deal. The clock. He was like, Yo, who the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck scrooging around right now? I'm about to yo, I I I shot a kid in the dome piece. I ain't afraid of, I ain't afraid of clapping a dope in the dome piece either. But yeah, dude, and then yo the end of episode nine, bro. Dude. When Alec gets clapped. Yo, they love headshots in this. Yo, for real, dude. Alec got R.I.P. my son, Alec Pelly. Um, first one to go. Well, and first man. one to go from the Suicide Squad mission. Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's basically what it was. Damn, uh, Alec, like, you really, like, he was actually, and it's crazy because it was really courageous of him because he was like, yo, like, I put Holly on and I'm the one staying like I'm and I'm the one like benched for yeah. this. Like right. nah, like I'm gonna go out there because I, I put her on. I should be out there with her. Like yeah. I should and, and then yeah. I love that speech that he gave to Howie. He was like when he was like when I was in Iraq or in the war or whatever, he was like all the, the metal, right? Yeah, he was like I had this like before my sergeant told us that we were going in, like I had this taste of I had this strange taste of copper in my mouth, like like I was I've been chewing or eating pennies for di- for hours or whatever. <laughs> he was like, I'm getting that same feeling right now, and and not that is a hunch that I that I that I'm gonna die, but it's like a hunch that I need to be there, like like I need to do this, like this is something that I need to do. So yeah, shout out to Alec for for just being a real one, just trying to hold it hold his own. Yeah, and how, and Howie too, you know, like yeah. Howie didn't have to go there, like he's a lawyer. Like, like that's the crazy thing too, like he's a lawyer just trying to make sense of all this. So uh, R.I.P. to Alec. Uh, unfortunately, R.I.P. to. <laughs> 
to Howie, my guy Howie. Yo, Howie got got yo, but like, and then and then so Claude's brother gets shot. Oh, so like, R.I.P. to Claude's brother. Yeah, he's dying. So he was the second one, pretty much, to go. And then my poor son, um, <laughs> my poor son, what's it called? My guy Andy. Oh. Andy, bro, like Damn, he got in the dude. car, and then yo, once I, he got shot, when I saw his hand, like just like the car was rolling back, and then Jack pulls the trigger on the, you know, yeah, he shoots, he shoots tank. the gas tank, like, and, and that's what's crazy, like, so Jack clearly, wait, let me take the sad music off because we don't talk about. <laughs> Jack clearly played San Andreas, because you could do that <laughs> shit in San Andreas and shoot the gas tank yeah. on the car. But I'm like, so, I thought he was trying to G him, though, because, like, when he, like, let his arm down, I thought he was, like, I thought once he heard Jack stop nah, shooting, I thought he was just going to go I, dip. Like, he's going to like, ah, psych. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> nah, I, I knew, I knew son was clapped. I was like, damn. And then Howie went to go take him out the car. Boom. Fire. Howie dead. I was like, yo. Everybody Everyone got it. clapped. Yeah. So our remainders are Ralph, Holly. And my son Eunice. And Salvo, yeah. And I was and Claude. Um, but but Sa- gets hit though. Yeah, he gets get, a bullet grazes his arm. Yeah. yeah. And then I forgot what triggered Jack, but he was like, Yeah, I'm just done. And then he goes down and yo, I was like, Hleh. like I I like if I saw that in real life, bro, I I legit would have just yacked on the spot. You dead ass. By, was someone blowing their brains out? Yeah, you wouldn't. I don't. I don't know what I would do, man. I, I mean, I'm not queasy like that, so I. I don't know. I just don't know. Nah, don't I'm know. not queasy like that. Either, but like, I'm not queasy when it like you know how people are like, oh yeah, if I see throw up, like I start throwing up. I'm not. I'm definitely not queasy like that. But yeah. someone's brains, their internal organs, getting shot up. I was like, Ugh. like even when I saw that scene, I was like. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I feel that. But, but I was like, and then, you know, even Ralph, Ralph turned around, he's like, "Oh my god!" Like he's like, <laughs> and then, uh, ooh, what? We got to touch on the cave scenes, bro. Like that shit was so dope to me because I didn't realize until after that the cave scene where those people get stuck was the Bolton family where uh, Claude's brother was telling the story yeah, about yeah. how they got stuck. I was like, oh, word? Like, I thought El Cougar was going to pop up any minute at that moment, yeah, but, that, but yeah. he wasn't even around. And it was just the kids that got stuck, and then they tried to go rescue them, and they all got stuck. And... It was just, dude, that, that but, entire sequence there was really tense because I'm like, because it, it kind of made it out to be that El Cuco was in the cave almost but exactly but he just wasn't. simply was just boys got lost in the cave and that shit can happen again very realistic like that shit is very real i like, never want to go into a cave yeah like caves are again my skin brown my guys i'm not doing that not doing that even <laughs> though there are i'm sure there are caves in dr and all that stuff like like it is interesting if you hear I like about, the small joints yeah like the small joints where it's just like, like hey, exactly nice. like you could just walk in and it's like 12 feet in and you could come right back out like you know no okay, back out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but then that goes again with what Holly was was, you know, her detective work was to hang out around their their burying place. So he's like, where's she's like, where's the Bolton's burying place? They're like, oh, the mountains. I mean, the caves. She's like, so that's where he is. I was like, damn, bro. Like, she's just piecing this shit together. She, she, yo, dumb. she's just, yeah, she's just the, the point guard right now. She's like, yo, here you go. Oh, right there. Wide open alley. You come on, son. <laughs> like, so then 
It's her and Ralph going in the cave. And this is where I thought, like, we were going to, like, like yeah. and then, but nah, Okuga was just in, in claws, full body right now. Like, it was like, oh, just be careful. Like, it's a little slip. <laughs> like, like he's a get, like, he's a host, right? Like, yo, come on, dude. Like, yo, like, yo, yo be please, careful, please, my guy. Please take, your, please take your shoes off before you step in. <laughs> um, We got some cheeses and some wines uh, right there on the corner. Uh, Feel feel at home. <laughs> I was like, so, Presley, that is in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, mira, mira. No, I forgot it. <laughs> I forgot it. He's like, oh, de lo mío, it's about time. <laughs> like, yo, nah, yeah, but he we, get mad late to the function. We meet a very arrogant Kuko where he's just like, fam. Like, the way he was answering Holly's question, question really uh, brings like, up. Like, you a- know, <laughs> yo, uh, voice reminds me of. What? Um, Looking Glass. From uh, from Watchmen. <laughs> if you're I'm like, so cold, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, you know who I am. He's like, <laughs> yo, but she's just hitting him with the yo, but she, yo, she's fearless, bro. She like went up to his face. You're like, yo, I'm a, I'm a, who the, yo, who the fuck are Listen, you? What you doing here? But and but and like, again, pussy, fam. He's bones. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. Like and but I do love the interaction because he, she goes, who are you? And he's like, you know who I am. And then she goes. <laughs> where did you like, come from? I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and then she hits him off with, "Where did you come from?" And he goes, "I don't remember." Yeah, which is it's kind of weird to me. I felt like he was gonna get a little bit more into his back. She's like, Are, "Is there more of you?" And, and he's, he's like, like, "I don't know." Maybe. He was like, like it fe- "He was like, I, f- I felt something like that at one point, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know." He's and like, then I but- had a shawty back in the day, but <laughs> she was nah, kind of weird. That, that's a can of worms moment because. I don't know about you, but I stick around for the credits, my guy. I know we're gonna talk get into this later, but yeah, I do think that there's more of the story here that can to go be told. Yeah, to be told. But the thing uh-huh. is that even if they were to stop here, it's fine. It's fine. It's no, a hundred percent. And um, the book ends the way it did in the in the show, so that's why I feel like. I feel like they added that moment because Holly Gibney is actually a character in other Stephen King novels. Yes, because all of Stephen King's things are connected, bro. One of the so, most vast universes in books I've ever seen. So that's why I feel like even if they don't do a sequel to The Outsider, they'll do something connecting to it, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like you said, it's fine if they don't, fine if they do. Yeah. Because I feel like the way it ended, you know, does the book I, I mean I, I can't say it does the book justice because I haven't read it <laughs> but I feel like the way it ended is like okay find the way it ended but if y'all want to continue go go ahead because Hollister and other Stephen King novels yeah and we I feel like we still have a lot to explore on her end like her other stories her exactly other but also clearly deals with this supernatural stuff but also like you know still touching on the finale um her interaction with him, it it felt like. How do I put this? It felt like, like the unstoppable force meets the immovable, the immovable object. Like, yeah, Kuko even said like, "You believe in me? Like this is strange. Like, ooh, and nobody then believes tell, in me. Like what she tells Ralph uh, afterwards, where he was like, um, I had the the, the urge to tell him like my dad once told me like." An outsider knows an outsider. Exactly. A man knows a man. 
yeah, a man loves a man, an outsider knows an outsider. And it's just like, that's dope. And it also like kind of foreshadowed where I don't know how she got scratched or where, but maybe along the line somewhere he scratched her. I think it probably happened when she, when she, um, when she shanked him. Yeah, could be. You're right. I think it happened when she and, shanked him. But then, yo, that scene where Ralph's son pops up to him in the cave. Dude. And then he's like, yo, your no, job no, no. ain't finished. And he goes. Wait, those, do, kids, do th- those kids that show up in the cave were the the, the boys from the cave, though. Oh, okay. I, I think thought so. it was Ralph. I've... Oh, no. And uh, I was watching. It was Ralph's son, though, because I was watching uh, after every episode. Yeah, yeah, they the, had like the, and I'm pretty sure one of them said that was Ralph's son. Okay, all right, then I missed right. that. Then all right. So that, but no, the, yours would have made more sense. Cause, oh, it's, oh yeah, yeah. But either way, some kid looked at him in the eyes and was like, "Nah, fam, yo, it's still it's still overtime." <laughs> exactly, it's OT. So it's he OT, goes and back. you got the ball. It's OT, right. and we got so you he, got ball. So, so he goes back, and I'm just like, "Fuck!" I'm like more tense moments. Exactly. But nah, right, but right. again. Oh, cuckoo is pussy. Because <laughs> Ralph goes up to him, and, yo, Ralph gets arrogant. And I kind of like that because it was something that he didn't even believe in. And then it got to the point where he's like, I don't care. He, it got to the point where Ralph looked at him. He's like, I don't care who or what you are. Like, you just fucked up everyone's lives. And, like, I will forever hate you for that. Yep. So Ralph was like, I'm not pussy. Like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And that's what he did. He was like, and then it was weird because Google changed like his faces to kind of show Ralph, like all these people that I have impersonated, like that I have. But become. the thing is that we didn't get to see everybody. Like that we wasn't didn't. everybody. Yeah. So no, not at all. That's yeah. It's crazy, dude. That is yeah. nuts. And he just claps homeboy. And then, and yeah. then, uh, Holly looks at him and then he's just like, he's looking back and he's like, right, I'm out. It's like, I'm done. <laughs> Final yeah. shot at the buzzer. It's yeah. good. Bang! <laughs> Bang! But no, I gotta oh, get that but, on the soundboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, and that interaction again, we were talking about um the the actor who plays Claude, like his interaction, like seeing El Cuco being him. I was just like, damn, like that's fire acting because like at the same time, like he was and and Jason Batum. Uh, Bateman, he went on to say, like, we wanted to find an actor that can do that, who can play, like, the El Cuco role, but also play, like, himself looking at the El Cuco role and be like, yo, what the fuck? And, and like, that just... interaction was serious, Yo, they did... He didn't say a word. He just kept staring at him, like, what the fuck? And just clapped him. Yeah, where is it? He's like, yo, chill, like, if you clap him, we're all dying because this cave is gonna fall into us. Yeah, like everybody telling Ru- Russell Westbrook not to take the shot. Don't do, don't do the ah, nigga chucked it. That's it. Brick, brick. Nah, shout out to Russell. Like, come on, y'all know. Like, I'm just kidding, guys. Just kidding. But nah, yeah. So then, um, just when we think we get happily ever after, uh, so yeah, what's her name? Janine, uh, uh, burns the chair. Yep. That bum ass El Cuco sat in. Um, you know, should have done that shit off rip. Like after inter- post interaction, like I get it. Like she went to sleep with bloody feet and all that. That's nasty. But <laughs> like as soon as I would have woke up that morning, I would have taken that chair outside, put put us some of that canola oil from the kitchen, 
burned it. Crucifix, crucifix. Yeah, like just holding holding a rosary. I just burned it, and see ya. And then if Ralph would have came outside, I would just been like, "Fam, nigga got me fucked up." <laughs> All I know is everybody in that town needs Jesus. That Clearly. town just needs just needs a cleanse like that. They need to just walk around with a giant sage in the back yeah. of a pickup truck and just. <laughs> <laughs> Like you know how they go to, to salt the streets when there's snow. Yeah, like, that's they gotta do it with sage in the town. <laughs> like brutal. Like what the hell? But now nah, on 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 a real note, great great show. Um, another goodie on HBO's hands that they had. Um, I was excited from the jump. Like I said, from the first trailer. <laughs> With Ben Mendelsohn and Jason Bateman. Yeah, I was in. Yeah, I was sold already. I didn't care how it turned out. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's crazy, dude. It's it's over already. I was hyped for it, and just boom, like just like that. Ten weeks just goes by so fast. Yeah, that's crazy, right? I mean, they had one bye week because of uh, the Oscars or the Grammy, one of those things. Oh, really? Yeah, they didn't show the Golden Globes. One of those things that they had like they had like an off week, or the Mm, Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, I think. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But um, like I, but yeah. So, so I think the next HBO thing coming on next week is uh, Westworld season three. Dude, I saw the trailer for that. Um, it's here's the thing. I'm obviously three seasons late on Westworld, <laughs> but from from what I've seen, it is mm-hmm. very reminiscent of some science fiction stuff that I'm into. So I think I'll like it. So I will. No, you, I think I think out. you will. Yeah. Um, Anthony Hopkins is in it, so that's a delight. Because right there, it, you you had me at Anthony. Right. <laughs> um, he is a fucking one of the greatest actors of all time. And I also peeped in the trailer that they got my guy Jesse Pinkman in there. I'm like, oh shit! Like, yeah. and they and Tessa Thompson is in it. Like, I was just like, oh shit! Yeah. I'm like, all right. Um. But yeah, HBO just always coming out with hits. Um, there's another show that they got coming out, The Plot Against America. That looks fucking dope. When's that dropping? Uh, March 16th, the day after Westworld. And then mm. Buffalo actually has a show cut, premiering in April on HBO. I know this much is true. It's like a lawyer show? Uh, Mark Ruffalo stars as twin brothers struggling with family history and mental illness in this limited series adaptation. See ya. I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing himself twice. See ya. I guess so. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah. Y'all let us know if y'all want us to do more big show. Yeah, some breakdowns yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like, I, look. <laughs> we watch other shit, my guys. Like Right. Like, <laughs> I, it's not, we don't strictly have to stick to comic books, y'all. Yeah. Even though there is a lot of content in the comic book world to go, like, and we were going to have for years and years, thank God, we can talk about all this other pop culture shit. And I, I hope there's a lot of outsider, um, you know, that have watched it or have read the book at least. And yeah, like for the most part, especially the primetime HBO shows, I would love to do whatever's popping on Netflix, yeah, you know, Amazon, those kinds of things. But yeah, like, or, or just send us recommendations on our Instagram at Common Gods with a Z, you know, recommend the shows. Oh, review this, review that. We're willing to do it if we watch it and we like it. 
Yeah. Even if we don't like it, we'll be we'll talk <clears throat> shit about it. <laughs> so and that and that you you could always depend on us about. Always. <laughs> we'll always talk shit. But yeah, man, I think that that's it. Touch bases on everything uh on the show. But you know, thank y'all for listening once again. Weekly drops. Yes, uh, we're going to try to make it a specific day. Like, I hope we get, we're able to drop every Tuesday, record every Monday, drop every Tuesday for yeah. y'all. Because that's the, that's the way for and us. And then, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, the way our schedules are and stuff, we can't really do, like, an in-person one where we do a, a you know, longer yeah, form. Like, today, for movies today's episode, we went in because we like the show so much. But, you know, yeah. usually we're just going to give y'all, like, an hour a week or whatever. But, um. We we will get some more in depth analysis podcast coming out soon, especially like for the likes of Black Widow, Wonder Woman, like I said, like all the all the big events of the year and all that. Um, New Mutants, yeah, like even the TV shows that's, that's dropping this year, like and all that, like and um, like WandaVision wrapped, right? Yes, WandaVision. Exactly. Wrapped. So like you guys, like you know, we're gonna have a real busy summer. Yes, we are. Have a real I busy summer, wait. yeah. But um, but yeah. Thank God for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, yes, sir. Chillin' with villains. Chillin' with villains.